0: Aloha friends, welcome to the Monica Swanson podcast powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, wife to Dr. Dave, podcast host and author of Boy Mom and Raising Amazing. Here on the podcast, it is my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising amazing kids and building strong families. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here, and I hope you'll be encouraged.
1: Those things are there for a reason, and if God is having those be gifts and talents and things you love, it's probably going to influence your marriage, and you never know how he's going to use it. So don't worry about looking at how, if you look like all the other people out there, but who did God uniquely design you to be?
0: Hey, friends. I hope you are doing great. And welcome to May on the Podcast. Yay for May. I love this month. Maybe because Mother's Day falls in May. And we're going to have a really good episode next week related to that. So mark your calendars. Be sure to come back. But you are just listening to a short clip from today's guest, which is Trisha Goyer. And we had such a great talk about a topic that I know is on a lot of moms' minds. Kind of from the very beginning, we can't help but think about when our kids get married, our sons and daughters grow up and we hope so many things for them. We hope that they will have a strong faith, that they'll make good choices, that they have a good job or all the things, right? But we can't help but just really hope and pray that they're going to find a great spouse and have a happy, long marriage. I think that's a great thing to pray for for our kids. Whether or not they do end up getting married, because some won't, but Trisha and I are going to talk about that too, I still think it's a great prayer. But there's not a whole lot out there for kids who are growing up and thinking about their future spouse, praying for them, preparing for them. And so when I came across this new book written by Tricia Goyer and her friend Robin Jones Gunn called Before You Meet Your Future Husband, I got really excited. The two of them also wrote a book called Praying for Your Future Husband, but I couldn't help it. I'm a boy mom, so I just asked if we could make this conversation really fitting for parents of daughters or sons. And also, I think this is a great one, especially if you have a teenager, um, They might want to listen in. I think a lot of the things that Tricia and I talk about will be an encouragement to the younger people listening. So maybe bring in your teenage kids, let them listen along. Um, This book is subtitled 30 Questions to Ask Yourself and 30 Heartfelt Prayers. So I just um, touched on a few of these different topics and asked Tricia to share a little bit. You're going to hear some of her story, which is. Pretty amazing. And uh, the fact that she has 10 children, hello. She knows what she's talking about. Some of them married, some not, but you will um, learn a lot from Tricia and I think be inspired by her faith and her perspective, which is so good. So can't wait to dive in, let you listen and learn from her, and hopefully end this episode feeling just inspired to, yes, be a praying parent, but also encourage your kids to pray and to develop a really healthy perspective before they meet their future spouse. So yay for all of that. Just a quick reminder, your ratings and reviews mean the world to me. So if you have not left one yet, wherever you listen to podcasts, they bless me so much. If you want to just pause, you can scroll right down on your phone, find those five stars, tap on them, or leave a few words about what you love most about the Monica Swanson podcast. Thank you guys for that. And thank you for your continued support as you are reading, raising amazing. I know last week we had fun diving in to... Um, chapter one. And we're going to continue to do that throughout this year. So definitely get your copy of Raising Amazing. There's links to all of that over in show notes, which today will be found at monicaswanson.com forward slash Trisha-Goyer, G-O-Y-E-R. And now without further ado, grab your kids, (laughs) maybe your spouse, and let's dive in and listen to this conversation with Trisha Goyer about what to do before you meet your future spouse. I hope you're encouraged. Hey, Trisha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's so great to talk to you. I always love
1: chatting with you, Monica.
0: I know. I just love following everything you do. And you are a busy woman. So before we dive in, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself and maybe, you know, 12 of the 2,000 things that you do and have done? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I love God. I've been married to John for almost 33 years. Wow. We have 10 children. Um, no we only deal. have four in the mm-hmm. house now. So it just seems like we only have four. And uh, my grandma has lived with us since 1999, and now my mom is with us. And so we have a big, full, busy, lovely, wonderful house.
0: (laughs) Wow, wow. Okay, and more about you. What do you do with your time?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I write books. I write lots of books. I have uh, two podcasts. I do the Trisha Goyer Show, and then my friend Michelle... Um, Hill and I, we have the daily Bible podcast where we talk about the Bible every day and I don't know why <laughs> I thought, you know, adding a daily podcast would be a good idea, but I am loving getting into God's word and mm. talking about it. And so, you know, I think people say, how do you do all the things? And I really yeah. do getting in God's word and focusing on him, mm. the things The things in the day just unfold as they're supposed to when we are putting God first, and that's what I really try to do, even with all the busyness of life.
0: Wow, that's encouraging. That's huge because if you can do that and you can say it with you know sincerity, that means a lot. That like means it really works. (laughs) Yes, it does. And I'm wondering if you even know the answer to this. How many books have you written now?
1: It's no, it's over eighty. Um, That's all. I've been saying that for like a year, so I need to actually go back and count.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. And a wide range. Tell us just a little bit about the kind of books you've written.
1: Yeah. I started with historical fiction because I love history. I love weaving true stories into history, into novels. Um, So I've written dozens and dozens of novels. And then I, you know, started. Oh, I've been homeschooling also for Mm twenty eight years, and then parents would just say, "What do you do about this?" And "What do you do about that?" And so Mm -hmm. I started writing mostly parenting books. I also have some books for teens, um, a couple children's books. So I love to write. It is really what feeds me and fuels me when I have time Mm -hmm. to write. Um, Even though sometimes it's exhausting, days Mm -hmm. in the chair, especially Mm -hmm. around deadlines. It just I love creating. I love coming up with stories. I get excited about the next book. And so even though it seems like a lot, um, I feel like God designed me to capture stories and think through ideas. And so Mm -hmm. it is a joy, even though sometimes it's a lot of work too.
0: Yes. Wow. That is so awesome. And I would love to have you back sometime. I think we, I'd like to hear more about your homeschool journey. You've been doing it for a long time. and I would love to. Okay. That'll be a good topic. But today... We get to talk about something like I start smiling just thinking about it because I love this topic so much. Mm-hmm. You and your friend, Robin Jones-Gunn, wrote a book called Before You Meet Your Future Husband. And this is 30 Questions to Ask Yourself and 30 Heartfelt Prayers. Mm-hmm. And wow, what a need we have for this book. Like, I don't think I've seen anything similar to this even out there. Maybe tell us what led to this. What got you guys thinking about writing this book?
1: Yeah. So Robin was a mentor for me for many years. When I went to my first writer's conference, I was 22 I was pregnant with my third baby and like, I want to write Christian books. And she, at the time, had published dozens of books and was just a sweet, encouraging voice in my life. So we became really good friends. And years later, we were at a writer's retreat together and we were talking about what God is doing in our lives. And she was speaking all around the world, really. And she would talk about her books and, you know, in her Christy Miller series, especially, um, they said, I want to wait for a Todd and I want to think of, you know, pray for my future husband and how do I do this? And so yes. she was talking about that. And, yep. you know, all around the world, people are like, Help, tell me how to pray, how to prepare for a future husband. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was speaking a lot about how God can just use your story. I was a teen mom. I had my son when I was 17. I had an abortion when I was 15, which is something I really regret. But God has brought so much healing mm-hmm. from that. And as I would go around and share my story, I'd also share, you know, as that 17-year-old pregnant girl, I started praying that God would bring me someone. But loved him, and loved me, and loved my son, and he brought me John, and I imagine we've been married um, 33 years, and so our stories, we realize are the same type of thing, where she has a young woman saying, "How do I pray?" and I'm saying, "Pray for your future husband, no matter what your past experiences mm. are." And so in 2011, we came out with a book, Praying for Your Future Husband, Mm -hmm. and we continue to get letters, we continue to get emails, we've gotten wedding announcements and Mm -hmm. invitations to weddings, and young women that said, you know, I thought I was going to marry this person, but when I started really praying for someone godly, who loves God, who's faithful, Mm -hmm. and all the wonderful things, I realized the person I was dating was not the right person for me. Mm -hmm. And so we've just continued to get lots of male All these years Mm -hmm. later, um, which is wonderful. And so we thought about like what other information, if we were to share it with someone, would we want to share? And so Mm -hmm. really, even before we, well, not before, but, you know, while we're praying for our future husband, we also need to be preparing ourselves Mm. and preparing our hearts. And, you know, we always want this amazing person out there, but who are we? So I remember at 17 and pregnant, I started praying and reading my Bible and seeking God. And that made me prepared for when John did come into my life. Mm -hmm. And so this is kind of a companion where Mm. let's look at ourselves and how can we start preparing ourselves for our future husband by just asking some questions and looking at God's word and seeing what he says about that.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, that's all so good. I... Um, I I love that I get to have you on now that this is no longer the Boy Mom Podcast, so it opens the door (laughs) for this. (laughs) But you know, as a mom to four boys, I'm also thinking, and we're going to have to touch on the fact that this really applies to boys Mm -hmm. as well as girls. Um, I know that boys and girls are different. I was reflecting as I prepared for this conversation, you know, that girls grow up with different mindsets and perspectives and ideas about romance and marriage and relationship. I think there's a different path there. So, um, but... So many of the same principles apply. Now, how many boys and girls do you have? Remind me. So we have three boys and seven girls. Okay. Okay. And so, yeah, we have
1: one son is married and they have four kids, and then one son's twenty eight and single. He was still hoping for a future wife, and then our youngest Mm -hmm. is twelve, and he is one hundred percent boy, all energy. (laughs) And like, if you would say, what do you hope for in a future wife? Like, it's like, I'm just going to go outside and chase a baseball. And like, he, That's
0: just, my 12-year-old. It's not well. even in his radar. Yes. Yeah. He's like, stop, mom. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, certainly you have more girls than boys, but you know both. And uh, mm-hmm. And I just love this topic. My husband grew up in a Christian home and his mom taught him to start praying for me when he was yeah. five. Oh, I love that yeah me
1: too i appreciate her yeah i I mean i love that and i think like whether you have sons or daughters that prayer is so Mm -hmm. important and my oldest daughter is married she's a missionary in the czech republic and she went there single Mm. and you know we would pray i told her i started praying since she was tiny Mm. and then she met and married uh he's czech so she lives in the czech And at their wedding, there was in Europe at this cathedral, which was just amazing. So at the reception, I went and talked to his mother and had someone translate. And I said, I have been praying for your son. And she said, I have been praying for your daughter. Like, we didn't even speak the same language.
0: But the fact that we were praying
1: for each other's children was amazing. What a dream.
0: Okay, that's what we all want. And we all want to be able to say we're the... Where the moms that have been praying. So let's not forget. I mean, I try to remember often to pray for my future daughter in laws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in that place right before. So my oldest is 23. So I'm just like on the brink of like, okay, Lord, Look, yes, somewhere she she is, she's out there. She is. And my boys have been praying for their future wives too. So I am have great peace about that. But what I love about this book is it. It's also about preparing yourself. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, for daughters and sons. Let's talk about how we can encourage them to be preparing themselves. And you divide this up into three kind of general categories. Tell us about that and why you chose to do Mm -hmm. it that way.
1: Yeah, we did the three categories, the heart, the head, Mm -hmm. and the hands. And the hands is really just our habits and what God has Mm -hmm. set before us to do. Um, You know, the heart is Even as we are thinking about this future person, are we keeping our Mm -hmm. hearts pure? I think there's so many conversations about keeping Mm -hmm. our bodies pure that we just want people to think of their hearts and how they can prepare and how they can grow that relationship with God. Because in my life, I prepared for John by seeking God and growing in my relationship and repenting of things that I was doing that I didn't need to be doing. And that all is Mm -hmm. hard work. And so... I think even before we talk about dating rules yeah. or any of these other things that we talk about, how mm-hmm. is your heart? Are you prepared to um, to live selflessly, yeah. to mm-hmm. love someone, to be faithful? Those are all things that deal with the heart and then, The mind is what are we allowing Mm -hmm. into our mind? How are we thinking? Are we thinking it's all butterflies and romance? Because, you know, if you've been worried for a while, it's about car payments. (laughs) And it's about should I go back to school or get this job? I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many things that aren't the Mm -hmm. butterflies. And then if we are going to have a path that God has for us, How can we be set about doing those things now and preparing ourselves for that future? And the more we think about our heart and our head and our hands and the things we're called to do, then God will bring the right person and will recognize it because it's going to have the same motivations, the same desires, Mm. the same path planned out instead of, us just saying, oh, my goodness, he's really mm-hmm. cute, and then nothing else matches yes. up. It doesn't work oh, that way. Oh, so
0: good. I love it. Okay, and so the book is divided up by these 30 questions and 30 heartfelt prayers. They're short and mm-hmm. sweet. I think teenagers, like what age would you say could read this and get something out of it? I think pretty young. Yeah.
1: I would say mm-hmm. 12 yep. and up, um, and I would say I my youngest girl, she'll be 13 mm-hmm. tomorrow, but she has older mm-hmm. sisters, so yeah. she's hearing – All the conversations. So if if you, especially have a young girl, I mean, they hear stuff and they see stuff. This is, it's not too soon. And it's a Mm -hmm. gentle guide. Mm -hmm. So we're not getting into how to, all the sex talk. It's not. It's like, it's heart. It's your heart. What do you think about these things? How can you pray about these things? So, you know, 12 year old, 13 year old. um, And it's good conversations. They can start when they're 12 or 13. That's maybe planting Mm -hmm. seeds. But it might be 16, 17, 18, yep. you bring the book uh-huh. out again, or if you have a daughter that age, where you can go deeper in the topics. But even the younger ones, you could be planting yep. seeds to be thinking about how to pray for that future that future I love spouse. it.
0: Well, I thought we might just touch on a couple of the topics in each of these categories. So yes, I'll let, I would I'll let love you maybe to. expound on, um, and maybe you have some favorites you would like to share. But uh, one of the topics under heart is growing peace in the garden of your heart. Tell us maybe where that came from and what you have to say about peace.
1: So, you know, we talk about um, when it comes to peace that so many times to nurture peace is just like nurturing Mm -hmm. like the plants or, you know, it's spring Mm -hmm. here in Arkansas. So you see these little things growing and you need to have the water Mm -hmm. and the soil. And so, what are those things? in your life and really are we letting the the weeds of worry the weeds Mm -hmm. of concern choke out the things and i think so many times especially you know seven (laughs) girls what if he's not out Mm -hmm. there what how am i gonna find him i mean all those worries fill their minds and you know i i continually have to say god makes a way like (laughs) we don't have Mm -hmm. to figure it out we worry about things that maybe Mm -hmm. never will be um so really just we have to have peace and trust that that the, if God wants us to be with yeah. a specific person, that he can make that happen. We don't need to worry about it. We don't need to be concerned about it and really grow and focus on God. And I think when we when we pull out those worries and focus mm. on God instead, we yeah. can have peace about our future and know that, um, that God has a plan. I mean, my daughter, when she was 12 or 13, we never would have Figured out that in the no Czech Republic, right? halfway across the world, that God yes. was preparing this young man for her. It's so you're worrying about things that wouldn't even happen. Yes. Like you don't even it know it is how so God's true. It's gonna.
0: We could never happen. guess. Like that's the thing about him is the minute we think we imagine how it's going to happen, he's gonna put a twist on it. But but let's go ahead and camp on that for a moment because it may be that some of the girls who might listen to this or read your book um, will not end up married. Talk to us about Mm -hmm. that possibility and how can someone have peace knowing (laughs) that that could be them, though it's typically not.
1: Yeah. And, And we really tried when we were writing this book to say, okay, you are preparing Mm-hmm. Yourself, and if God brings a future spouse mm-hmm. in there, then wonderful. And if not, then your heart is prepared for the do the good works yes. that God has for you yes. to do. And we don't know if it's going to be you're getting married when you're twenty or twenty five. One of my best friends that I'm doing that podcast with, Michelle, she is forty eight and she mm. just got married for the wow. first time. And so we've had lots of conversations about like she through those years, had to prepare her heart and seek God. And she never, she didn't know if she would Mm -hmm. ever get married. I mean, this is her first marriage at 48, but all the work that we do in our hearts is going to make a difference in our lives. So of course, if, if God's plan is for the young woman to get married someday, your heart's going to be prepared. If it's not, your heart's going to be prepared. So either way,
0: you know, God has a good plan. It's hard to think through maybe as a young teenager, but you can trust him. He's so good. Hey, friends. Hope you're enjoying this conversation. And I just want to pause real quick to thank this episode's sponsor and to make sure you know about the Artsa box. This is a subscription box that comes straight from the Holy Land. And I've been getting these for quite a while now. You've probably heard me talk about it if you've been around for a while. Dave and I love opening our Arts of Box every quarter. They each come from a different region of the Holy Land, and they support small, local Israeli businesses and charities, and there is such yummy, pretty, nice-smelling, educational goods in each box. Each one is unique, and we just love it. It's like Christmas every time we open our box. So if you're someone that loves the Holy Land, maybe you've been there and you have great memories, maybe you hope to go one day like we do, or maybe you have a family member who prays for Israel and loves the Holy Land, this is a great gift subscription. So the good news is I have a link over in show notes, and you can use the code BOYMOM25 to get 25% off your Arts Box. So use the link over in show notes, and you can find all show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast but definitely use code BOYMOM25. Get 25% off your Artsa box. You're going to love these. Um, I'll also put a link to a recent reel I did as I was opening my new Carmel box, but you guys, these are great. So hope you love them. Thanks to Artsa for sponsoring this episode. And now we'll get back to today's conversation. And then day five, he, he is, is so good. Good. So, day five, um, I know you've dealt with this as you were growing up, healing for a broken heart. Um, I think a lot of young girls probably are going to experience this. Yeah.
1: And I think one thing that's important, why I think God brought Robin and I mm-hmm. together to tell the stories, because she wrote letters to her future mm-hmm. husband, you know, um, saved herself. from. I mean, all these things. And I have had mm-hmm. a past and I had mm-hmm. these things I didn't necessarily what I definitely wasn't mm-hmm. proud of. And I didn't think it would, uh, again, I'm going to have to marry someone someday and tell them about my past or if they're going to obviously know because I have a son mm-hmm. at this point. But. When we can turn to God and say, you know, my heart has been broken, I need you to heal it, and I need you to bring forgiveness, or whatever it is, that God will go in there and do his good work. Um, and we, when we are dealing with broken hearts and dealing with these past relationships, God can come and bring healing in places we think, like, I'm never going to be
0: mm-hmm. able to love right. someone again. And God's so sweet to come in and, and do mm, that for us. So good. I think it's important to talk about calling to God in temptation, which I see on day 14. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, girls live in the real world, and there's going to be temptations. Mm -hmm. What are your encouragements for facing temptation?
1: And I think the most important thing about facing temptation is realizing, like, everyone Mm -hmm. is tempted. And it is not a sin to be tempted following through with it. Because I think so many times... Um, we can give kids the wrong message that, you know, of course, like, don't don't yeah. be tempted. But everyone right. out there is right. tempted at some time or another. So it's really what we do with mm-hmm. the temptation. So we really just talk to girls. Like, you have to be aware that the enemy is out there and he wants mm-hmm. to pull you down and he wants to, um, you know, destroy the good things that, that God has for you. And it really is setting aside what you desire mm-hmm. in the moment for the better plan that God has for you in the yes. future. Um, you know, God has wonderful plans. And it seems like, you know, I mean, Eve, something she saw, she she mm-hmm. saw it. She wanted it. She desired mm-hmm. it. She took it. And then she had the consequences right.
0: for it. I never um, You may
1: <laughs> see it. You may want mm-hmm. it. You may desire it, but don't partake mm-hmm. of it because, you know, God has a better plan. And so when we, when we do, I mean, and, and really these topics are for young women just realize, like, I'm, I'm not alone yeah. in this, that there's other young women. And um, whether they could talk about it to with a friend mm-hmm. or their mom, just to know that um, we can call to God yeah. and he is going to be there and he is going to help us in those moments of temptation so we don't have to fall and fail, that he will be there to help us. So, you know, the question we ask for that is, what three temptations do you need to go to God mm. to, for help mm-hmm. with? And just so by them listing them, then they're aware of them and then they're aware that God can help them. So um, and and some temptations, do we need to mention, like for some girls, it might be I'm worried about getting physically involved. There might be some girls, they are worried about even having a conversation Mm -hmm. with a guy. Like There's, you know, because I think so many times we put that out there. So really, whatever their struggle is, that they can go to God and God
0: can be. There with mm-hmm. them and help them and, and guide yeah. them and strengthen them for whatever path they're right. on. And I love that as we're growing to practicing in the small things, practicing trusting God in, in other areas of life will mm-hmm. build those faith muscles so that when you have something bigger to trust Him in, you're going to be like, you know, He was faithful to me in the little stuff, so yes. He's going to be faithful in this too. And that's just a relationship, right? That's yeah. just getting to that place where you just trust mm-hmm. that God is for you, God loves you, God provides for you. And all those boundaries he set are because he loves you and he wants to protect and provide. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the boundaries are, he's, he's saying, I have a good place for you. And it's right in here. Like we don't have to think about what's on the other side of the boundaries because he's prepared a good place for us
0: within those boundaries. Oh, it's, it's so important. And, and, I'm looking at the head section right now, and so so much of this is about our thoughts, about what we're focused on, Mm -hmm. taking captive Mm -hmm. our thoughts. Uh, I think too, you touch on in here, you know, the importance today. We've also got the internet, which wasn't around when you and I were young, and so many temptations just to um, see what other people are doing. That that um, being on social media, checking out what you know is popular, trending, and that is so not God's, God's design and God's plans, but that can be a temptation to pull you in. Um, maybe you can talk about that a little bit, what you've seen in Girls Today. Absolutely. And I think there's the
1: temptations of things that they shouldn't be definitely mm-hmm. looking at on there. But I think even the temptation of romance mm-hmm. or this pro- a, a marriage proposal needs to look a certain yeah. way. Or a wedding dance needs to be this. Or one of my daughters a couple of years ago said, if my husband do- is not crying when I walk down the aisle, I'm going to turn <laughs> and walk out. And I'm like, Okay. So first of all, uh, he'll probably be so nervous that so he's standing yeah. in front. You know what I mean? It's like such re- unrealistic yes. ideas because they see these reels oh over goodness. and over. This is romance. This is the proposal. This is how he's supposed to look when yeah. you walk down the aisle. This is your wedding dance, whatever it is. And I'm like, you know that's unrealistic, yeah. right? <laughs> like, the, oh my goodness. like. Yes, these these men all come from different personalities and different mm-hmm. ways they're going to act and react. And if you're if you're concerned about how he's going to set up this huge elaborate proposal, like Seriously. that's not the most important thing. Ugh. And so again, our minds are, but they're being they fed are. this all the time. So it's not even we're not even talking about the stuff of you know that they should not mm-hmm. be watching. These things almost Tips. seem yeah. innocent, but again, it's setting up unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations. So it's really like what is true and what do we need to focus on and why are these things tempting because they're sweet and they make us laugh Mm -hmm. or cry or whatever but that's not what a relationship is about so really it is capturing those thoughts but capturing them to realize like it's not just i'm keeping bad things out but i'm i need to be realistic about the type of relationship and and the interaction
0: with the people Oh, for sure. I, I can't imagine being a teenager in today's. I'm just the Pinterest boards, the social media, like it is a challenge. Mm-hmm. And so I think for girls too to just recognize that because they don't know anything else. To them, this is just normal. But just yes, know this is this, normal. This is not and normal yeah. for, for those of us a few years older, like bless your hearts. This is it's a tough world to grow up in. And the more you can block some of that and and just not go there, just choose to rise above it and not go there because it's not realistic. And the in my wedding, if you compared my wedding to what you see today, it would I would be yeah like and it was beautiful, it was fun. I think
1: we spent like three thousand dollars for yeah. everything, including yeah. the dress. Yeah. I mean, it was just, but it was that wasn't
0: the focus. No. Like there was not Pinterest right. boards for us to it's look so at true. things and. These yes. Things. So take yeah. captive the thoughts and, and really, uh, I think, get your thoughts on the things that really matter. And that's that relationship and mm-hmm. what marriage is all about and what, again, you can be doing to be prepared to be the kind of wife that a good man deserves. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah.
1: And our and mind, what is it to be? Um, peace seeking Mm -hmm. or gentle you know I mean all the things it's the quick comebacks and it's the snarky remarks and Mm -hmm. it's the you know sometimes they'll be watching something like can you imagine if I talk to your dad that way like why is that is that funny Mm -hmm. you know and just seeing those things it's not like we're condemning them but just saying like let's think about this for a minute I know that's funny like on a reel or on a tv show or whatever it is Mm -hmm. but let's think about the type of relationship and how we should treat each other and respect each other, you know? And so it really is. And I think this book is great, um, you know, of course for our daughters, but I think instead of just handing Mm. it over saying, let's, let's talk about these things or get your own copy. And then, you know, you know, the conversation starters you could have, because I think so many times it's again, so unrealistic or so this is how society they talk to Uh each other or people interact with each other but this is not what god says love exactly. is love is gentle and kind and patient yes. and you know all these things and so it's it's great conversation yes. starters for parents when we're just like okay i know that's a funny meme right. or that i know that real is cute but you know that's not reality and again we're planting seeds to get them to focus on not what the world yeah. says is romantic uh-huh. or whatever, but what God says and how we can prepare ourselves for the future. I love
0: it. I'm thinking, I'm imagining groups of high school girls gathered going through this book together. Mm -hmm. Hopefully there's some good youth leaders, but if there isn't a youth leader available, then moms don't hesitate like you can lead yeah. this group but i think it's a great great way to gather girls and get them talking to each other and encouraging one another um i love to i'm looking at day 16 now having an alert mind and you ask here what are two ordinary events in your life that can trigger you to pray so important talk to us a little bit about that
1: yeah and i think you know knowing that um we could pray anytime and so yeah i mean you could make it whenever you see a bird flying You can pray that God will be with your future husband and, you know, whatever you have, um, wear a bracelet Mm -hmm. that has just, you know, a pray on it or anything that just is a Mm -hmm. reminder to you to pray. Again, I think so many times we think our prayer time has to be at seven o'clock in the morning when we're sitting down with our Bible, which that's I love. I mean, I spend time in God's word, but those little prayer reminders throughout the day can help us think about um, just sending up those quick prayers, and the fun thing is, when Robin and I were working on both of these books, you know, we'd talk to people about it. Um, you know, we would say like someone would tell us what one of their prayer reminders is, and then later know that like on a specific time when she was praying uh. for that, use your spouse, how that it really impacted wow. him. So, um, cool. so whether you journal it down, journal things, um, even Robin's son-in-law. She has a daughter, Rachel, and the son-in-law had written a poem for his okay. future wife and, and a prayer for her. And he showed her after they were engaged and he they realized that he had written that on oh her birthday. Oh,
0: my goodness. <laughs> like they,
1: didn't, they hadn't even known each wow. other yet. And he had written that to her on her birthday. So, you know, of course, you know, pick a prayer reminder like a bird flying yeah. or mm-hmm. a bracelet on your hand. But also take time yes. to journal and write out those prayers because it's just amazing how if God is putting that person on your mind during that time, it's probably for a reason and it'll be amazing later to see what God is doing. You know, Thinking of my own relationship, John, John was in the military and he was praying for his future wife. And I was at in Mm -hmm. high school and making bad decisions, but God Mm -hmm. brought me to him, you know, during that time. And so we, that person is out there. Like if God has marriage, for us, That person yep. is out there having temptations mm-hmm. and having hardships yeah. and going through things. And if it's stirred with your mm-hmm. heart, then there's a reason. Like God has a reason totally. for that.
0: Oh, that's so good. I, I love that. And I think what a gift to give, whether it's a, a letter you've written or just that you've documented mm-hmm. different prayers that is just so sweet. I love it. Okay. So then your last section on hands. Um, so much of this is really practical. And it reminds me of something I remember my husband saying when we first met, he, he said, somebody once told him to make the enemy pay for every day that he's single. And I love that because it was just mm. like, you know what, until I meet her, I am going to be used for the kingdom of God. I'm going to be busy doing God's yeah. work so that I'm prepared for the day I meet her and that If I'm unhappy being single, well, the enemy's going to pay for that. (laughs) So I love that perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, And that's what my older boys are busy doing right now is just being the men of God that they feel called to be until they meet Mm -hmm. that girl. But um, there's a lot of practical stuff in the hands part. And I think it's important for girls to quit, you know, get Mm -hmm. off the internet, get off social media and start just becoming somebody that is amazing for that future man. So just maybe talk about that in general a little bit.
1: Yeah, and I think that is like when it comes to, you know, you think about, um, you know, before you meet your future husband, like the, all the prayers and all the things. But if God is calling you, again, to serve in missions, to attend those Bible classes, know that the preparation mm-hmm. is going to prepare yep. you for marriage. And you never know where he's going to lead you, what he's going to have mm-hmm. you do. Um, you know, and again, I'm thinking of my daughter who's married. Um, she we had an exchange student that lived with us it was from the Czech Republic. Oh, and so my daughter, amazing. I was learning Czech. She's like, I want to learn Czech. Wow. And so we had our exchange student and at nighttime their room was right under us and we could hear um, Andrea as our exchange daughter talking to our daughter, um, teaching her Czech years, wow. years later, like four years later, God called her to go to the Czech Republic. She already had this foundation mm. of learning so Czech. Cool. And so just those things, if God puts it on mm. your heart, to learn a language, to, you know, t- try to take a cooking class sure. or, you know, to take a Bible foundation yeah. class. You never know how that is going to prepare you for marriage. So when our daughter moved there, she went at first just for a summer because we had been there on mission trips and we knew people and she went to help. And then God called her there. She had already had a foundation of understanding Czech wow. grammar. And, mm-hmm. and within a year and a half, she was like fluid, which they're like no one. No wow. one's flown in check in a year and a half, but God had been preparing. Isn't that cool? her. So wow. you you never know what things are going to be used for your future relationship uh-huh. for the future God has planned for you. So what are those things that God is stirring in you that you love doing that you feel like you want to um you know follow through and, and grow in these skills? Don't wait yeah. until you're married. Like become the person God has for you, which again will also um, the you know will prepare you not only for your future, but if there's this interesting, dynamic person with these this great that knows who she wants and know what God is doing with her, that is yes. attractive, and that is something that 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 the your future spouse will be drawn to. The right person will be drawn to who you truly are and how yes. God is. Using oh, that
0: you. is awesome! I love that, and I think what great encouragement for girls to be just thinking about like, yeah what what are my passions? What's my interest? And how cool that God is probably weaving all of this together to somehow make this great story that mm-hmm. 10, 20 years down the road, you're going to look back and go, oh, wow, I just was doing what I loved. And somehow God yeah. was preparing me in that. Isn't that cool? I love it.
1: And I think now, I mean, because I still have you know, all these unmarried, unmarried daughters, it gets so easy to copy what's oh, popular in yeah. the moment, to do the things mm-hmm. that everyone else is doing, to dress the way mm-hmm. everyone else is dressing. Um, you know, we're all going to wear the big sweatshirts with the shorts. With the certain <laughs> <kinds of laughs> shoes. I don't know. But who, that's at least, I don't know yeah. if that's where you are, but in Arkansas, they're all wearing the big sweatshirts with the shorts, uh-huh. with the um, hey dudes shoes, I don't know, but whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. But who, who, is, who did God create yes. you to be? What? And so, just really encouraging our daughters. If we're creative, like okay, that we're going to go get. One well, of my daughter loves uh, crafting soaps, mm-hmm. and so we're going to do. We're just going to explore the yes. things that you love to do, uh, because God put it there for a yes. reason. Um, my other daughter loves organizing, so she helps me. She's helping me package up stuff for when I do conventions, and it's like those things are there for a reason. And if God is having those be gifts and talents and things you love. It's probably going to influence your marriage, and you never know how he's going to use it. So don't worry about looking to how, if you
0: look like all the other people out there, but who did God uniquely design you to be? Such good stuff, and I'm sure from your own sons you would agree, but I can speak to this from the perspective of my boys, and I know that... When they see girls on social media, you know, we're here in Hawaii, so big sweatshirts, not so much, skimpy little shirts that, yeah. you know, more skin than shirt, but they aren't impressed. In fact, if there's a girl that they have an interest mm-hmm. in and they see them looking like all the other girls or posting things, they yeah. it turns them off and they just keep looking because... They are truly looking yeah. for girls that love the Lord and that are modest. And yeah. so I love hearing from my boys because it just reminds me that it really does matter. And that if girls knew, you know, these mm-hmm. Christian girls who feel this pull to try to look like the world, don't do it. If you're looking for a Christian guy, there are godly young men out there who actually are seeking girls who want to honor God with their body and their dress and their behavior and all the rest. And that, that are, and, yeah. Certainly my college son has said, you know, the girls he enjoys hanging out with the most are the ones who are smart, who enjoy the things he enjoys. <laughs> it's not yes. all the externals. And it's not, in fact, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the girls they like aren't even on social media. They're like, I'm impressed that she doesn't want to be on. I'm like, okay, that's good. So yeah.
1: Yeah, and I really it is, you know, we've had those conversations well, you know, where we're shopping, like, okay, I know that's what everyone else is wearing, but who is that gonna attract? Mm-hmm. Is yep. that going to attract someone who's going to be good for mm-hmm. your future that's going to treat mm-hmm. you well? Like, we need to think about these things. I know everyone else is wearing yeah. it, but yeah, and and, and really, it, but it's those conversations that we need to have. And at first, so, I mean, I know because I'm a mom of seven daughters, you're going to get the eye rolls <laughs> and you don't understand yes. and all that. But it's amazing how those seeds are planted. I'll mm-hmm. even later, like, what did you say about this? Or I'm telling my friend about mm-hmm. this. And I'm, you know, and it's like, even if you get the eye roll, even if mm-hmm. you're like, mom, you just don't understand. Yeah. They do listen. Mm-hmm. They do a pay attention. You are an influence. Yep. You are the number one influence in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think so many parents think, well, they're not going to listen to me anyway or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. It's gonna, We're going to get an argument. Well, it might be an yeah. argument. But later yeah. they're going to remember yeah. that. And then they're going to tell their friend yep. that because I, I they'll say, what was that book you were reading? And what was that scripture you told me about? Yep. Yep. i like, yeah. So I know. good. But it, it takes it, – takes you to realize that um, in the moment they might not seem like they're listening, but they are. They're yes, listening, they're paying they are. attention.
0: And I think it's important for us to remind our kids too, and we all do, but you can't do it too much, that whatever goes out there on the internet it could potentially be there forever. Even if you delete your Instagram account, mm-hmm. if you take down photos, once you've put something out there... There's no telling how long that can last. And so just to really guard our kids from the things that they share, whether it's in a text message or on social media or on, you know, an email, be careful because that might Follow you? Yeah, I'm like I'm so glad that we
1: did not have social <laughs> when and I, I was both. in high school. You and I both. <laughs> I'm like yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: well, um, I love day twenty eight, living wisely, because one of my favorite scriptures that I like to encourage uh, people with is Ephesians five fifteen. Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. And I think that's just such a great scripture. Um you know, another version says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise because the days are evil. And I think just to yeah. just remember and to remind our kids that there are forces out there that are going to be showing up, drawing them in, and just to have those eyes wide open, like you already touched on, being alert, and um, realize you're called to something greater. You're you're a kingdom kid. You're called yeah. to godly living, and you don't have to look like the world. It's just countercultural, but later they will thank you, right?
1: Yeah, and we don't have to do this on our own. And I think that's what the, why the prayer section is yeah. in there, is that we could ask God, like, of course you can't be 100% faithful on your own or peer or, or mm-hmm. all these things. That's what God has given us his yes. spirit for, to help us. And so I think that's the important thing the prayer. So when we have the prayers, it's like, okay, God, I know this is hard. And can you help me mm-hmm. in this matter? Like, yes. We want them, we, we, we see these as a prayer starters to mm-hmm. just start the conversation mm-hmm. with God, that they can be humble and they can ask for help mm-hmm. because, you know, they'll say, I can't do that. I'm like, I know you can't. Mm-hmm. But God can help yes. you do that. You yes. know, so that's what we encourage. And that's why I hope these prayer starters even will be helpful to see that it's hard. Yeah. I I would not want to be a young woman Mm-mm. In, Mm-mm. in this world today. But God will help you. He has a plan mm-hmm. for you. He has a plan whether you get married or not mm-hmm. married. And he will be there. Just turn to him. And I think that's our hope that this will be the beginning of thoughts that they have, prayers that they have. Mm-hmm questions that they can answer that will just draw yeah. them closer to God, because he's He's truly the one. We, we could offer a book with advice, but he's truly the mm. one that's going to be with them every
0: step of the way. Amen. I love that. And I also think it's important to remember, God knew when he decided to place you on this earth at the time he did. There was no mistake. So yeah. it, you can handle it because he chose to put you here. And for us as parents... He chose to let us be parents in a time where our yeah. kids are growing up with this stuff. So none of us mm-hmm. should be too surprised. We can trust God. He's He's good. Mm-hmm. He's sovereign. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, before we close, I'm going to ask you the question I like to ask my guests, and then we're going to link to all the book and all the places people can follow you over in show notes. But first, can you tell us something from your life, maybe recently or currently, that you would call amazing, something that has been a pleasant surprise or caused you wonder? Yeah,
1: one cool thing is that um, the more I spend time getting in God's Word, the more I want to know yeah. more God's mm-hmm. Word and how it applies to everything. And so I mentioned before, we're, I'm doing this daily podcast, which I do not have mm-hmm. time for a oh daily podcast, God. but... but getting in God's words, like I feel so just connected Mm -hmm. to God. I understand him more. I could see him in everyday things because not only am I reading, because we're reading through the Bible in a year, not only that I'm I'm reading three to four chapters of the Bible a day, I'm having to think Mm -hmm. through like what were the key points and how can we apply that to our lives? And it's with my friends so we can, we have a conversation about it. And every day I feel like I just know more about God and his word and this is mm-hmm. amazing, and he can like even in Deuteronomy. I'm like, this scripture is right? awesome, and I never would have yes. said that before about Deuteronomy or Leviticus. So, I just, I guess the more that I have l- like made this commitment to being God's mm-hmm. word, I've just seen it impact every every wow. part of my life, and I think that's that's amazing. Wow,
0: that is amazing. I love that, and I I love that yeah. that when you have to teach something, it makes you learn so much more, and I think that's great for us parents. Just reminding me that. When I read scripture in the morning and I just remember to tell my kids about what I read, that helps it stick more all yeah. day long. I'm thinking of it more. So, whoever you have to teach, teach somebody mm-hmm. what you're learning. Yes. And yeah. then you're going to want to keep learning. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, so good. Okay. Well, if people want to hop on and just find and follow you online right now, where can they go? Yeah. Um, just
1: trishagoyer.com. And that has everything, Trisha Goyer on it, um, on social media, Trisha Goyer. And then for this book, we have the website preparingforyourhusband.com. Sweet. And so on that has both information for this new book, Before You Meet Your Future Husband, and then for our old book, Praying for Your Future Husband. And that
0: website, again, is just preparingforyourhusband.com. Awesome. You know what I'd love, since this has a big focus on prayer, would you pray for the kids? Um, Sons and daughters, if you would, um, of all the listeners, that would just be such a fun way to close this. I'd appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, I just come to you now and I just pray
1: for this generation Mm -hmm. of young people who, um, in a way, they have so many obstacles, but I love, Lord, that you say that you have prepared a place Mm -hmm. for us. You have prepared good place, good boundaries Mm -hmm. for us, and I pray, Lord, that that they will just find those good boundaries and in that they will grow deeper in their relationship Mm -hmm. with you. And I pray for um, parents and leaders Mm -hmm. and teachers and influencers to step up and just encourage Mm -hmm. and pray for them and guide them. It can be so easy to criticize Lord, but I pray that you will help me Mm -hmm. and help others Mm -hmm. to just be advocates for this young generation. And I pray that all of us will just turn to you for truly we can only do the things you called us through with your strength mm-hmm. and your love. And um, thank you for all that you do Amen. for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Oh, thank you, Tricia, so much.
1: Yes, Monica, it's been so great talking to you. I always love chatting with you.
0: Okay, friends, I hope that was an encouraging conversation for you to tune into, and I'm sure that you will appreciate and enjoy Trisha's book, Before You Meet Your Future Husband. Um, I'll have a link to that over in show notes, but just thank you so much for your time and for being here. Uh, Again, next week, we have a special Mother's Day episode, so you don't want to miss it. Be sure to come back. Please continue to spread the word about this podcast to your friends, neighbors, coworkers, whoever might be willing to listen. And I just uh, appreciate you being here so much. Please always feel free to send me requests for topics or interviews. Uh, You can email me anytime at aloha at monicaswanson.com. All right, friends, God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha.